Hey, it's Adrian from The Pageant Project. Just before I get you to our interview, I just wanted to point out that this was recorded on a live Facebook video. Now, the plus side of that is you get to ask questions and get answers from your favorite pageant queens. Unfortunately, the downside, being in Australia with our slightly dodgy internet, is that you may hear some audio crackling in the background, and I've actually contacted the people that do our software. There's nothing they can do about it. It's just because Australia is so far from everywhere, so I apologize for that slight loss in audio quality. Uh, but if you can put up with that, I do think the flip side is well worth it. So, without further ado, let's get you to our interview. It's Adrian from The Pageant Project, and I am here with Aussie Power Pageant finalist, Michaela Rose Fowler. Michaela, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Adrian. Thanks for having me. And if this is not working, then I've given up because this is the first <laughs> time we're trying this. Michaela has been good enough to volunteer to be our first victim. Uh, Michaela, can you, tell us, uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself, your pageant background, and what got you started in the first place? Yeah, so I've been competing in pageants now for about five years. Um, well, that sounds that's like quite a long, long time. <laughs> yeah, so I actually started in a small town pageant. Um, I was crowned Miss Western Port. Um, so that's sort of a small area down towards the Mornington Peninsula. Um, so, yeah, so that's where it all sort of started. From there, I was granted the opportunity to compete as a national finalist for Miss Galaxy, where I placed top 10 and basically fell in love with the world of pageantry. And I saw your live before. You found out, I think just before you went on your Instagram live, that your family actually has a history of competing in pageants. Yes. Yes, I um I had not even noticed, but my mum actually, um, when she was a little bit younger than me, she was about nineteen twenty. She um she actually competed and was crowned Miss Karingle and then went on to uh, Miss Mount Eliza and was actually offered the opportunity to compete for Miss Australia. So it's pretty cool. How could you not know that, given <laughs> that you've been competing in pageants for like, did it just not come up? Well, she had mentioned that she'd competed for Miss Karingle, but she just said that that was a small, small like um, high school thing that she did, and she never really got into the full story about um, yeah being offered a place in Miss Australia. She she didn't actually take the opportunity. She wasn't uh, she hmm. she had just um, started an apprenticeship in um, hair. Um, hairstyling and all that sort of thing so that was sort of her goal and she didn't really have the self-confidence to go on so yeah. right okay well it's good to know that it runs in the blood uh yes. Michaela how how did you get well not how did you get but what have you gained from pageantry as you said you've been you've been in pageantry for five years yep. there's a lot of misconceptions around pageantry and what it stands for i always see that question you know isn't pageantry out of date etc 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 so what do you feel that you've gained from your pageant experience so far 
Yeah, so I think with every pageant, I grow in, I grow just a little bit more um, in who I am as a person, and it sort of helped me find my feet as to what I believe in and what I stand for. Um, up until now, I didn't really have a push to go and get out in the community and give new things a go. But since joining the pageant community, it's it's really pushed me to do so, and I'm so grateful for it because I found a love and passion for so many different things that I just didn't know existed. And I feel like I've sort of learned, I've gotten to know myself so much more than I would have. It's You put yourself under a different kind of pressure that mm. anything else in the world can really put you under. And, um, yeah, that, that's when you sort of really get to know yourself. So what, I mean, you've mentioned you've had a few experiences that you wouldn't otherwise have had. So again, five years, as we were discussing before in, in pageant land, might as well be a lifetime. What are some of the experiences that you've had that you otherwise wouldn't have had? Um, so obviously there's there's quite the obvious um, experiences like going over to Las Vegas and competing for an international title. They're obviously the, the sort of experiences you just wouldn't have otherwise um, and creating the sort of friendships and connections but on a sort of sort of a deeper level mm. um, so, yeah, yeah probably a deeper level it's actually working with some incredible organizations that I probably just wouldn't have put myself up to do in the past um, so last year when oh sorry not last year um, my last pageant I actually worked with yeah it feels like a year ago but it's not it's only like a few months ago, <laughs> um, but um, I actually I became a fundraiser for the Make a Wish Foundation, and I I managed to raise just over three thousand dollars in about in just a few weeks, and that experience of really realizing how much others around me are willing to put towards such an incredible cause and to help others that was just an eye opening experience that. You, you just sort of get to experience people's generosity that you just never really would have had had the chance to to experience beforehand, and you, you sort of under, you sort of get a, an appreciation and an understanding of your own generosity towards other people as well. Yeah, and coming into the pageant this time, what uh, am I right in saying that you get to choose your own platform for this pageant? Yes. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. That's okay. So I was going to ask you, obviously, the next follow-up question is, what is the platform that you've chosen? Because I can only imagine it's actually tough to choose because there are a lot of worthwhile causes out there. So what platform have you chosen? What charity have you chosen? And why did you choose them? Yeah. So this time around, um, I've actually had a few things in my life sort of change my direction as and, and sort of help me really understand what I am passionate about and what changes I want to see in the world, which I hadn't really noticed um, or haven't, hadn't really had my eyes opened to beforehand. Um, so, so it is a little bit emotional what, what I've sort of come to terms with and all of that sort of thing, but it is an understanding of the fact that women don't love themselves the way that they should. So my platform is actually based all around uh, women empowerment and teaching women how to love themselves and truly be happy within who they are. Um, so I'm actually partnering with Look Good, Feel Better. 
So what they do is they actually uh, they run workshops for women who are suffering from cancer and going through chemo. And so what sadly happens to these women is they lose their visual identities and, and as simple as losing their hair, their, hair. Their, their skin colour, you know, dulls and all of that sort of thing. They lose a sense of who they really are and these workshops empower them to the, and show them that they still are beautiful inside and out and they're the sort of things that they, they teach these women. So I'll actually be volunteering with them um, as a coach um, for some of the workshops, oh, wow. which I'm really excited about. Right. Uh, Parting with some of my wisdom of um, makeup and the beauty side of things, but also yeah. mindset and helping them to understand that they are still a very, very valuable asset to our community. And the way that they look doesn't really doesn't really change who they are and what they have to offer to our community. And Michaela, you said the name is "Look Good, Feel Better." Yes. Yeah. So it is. What it sounds like is they are helping women to look good and feel, and and ultimately that makes them feel better. Um, unfortunately, we do live in a society where the way that you look can um, spark that inner confidence. Um, so that is something that these women have lost. They've lost that sort of side of their identity, and it's sort of bringing that back and and saying like, hey, like you are still yeah. beautiful. Get out there, show the world what you've got and, yeah, don't don't lose that. That's got to be, I mean, it's not, I don't know if it heavy is the right word, but it's not exactly just, you know, running around in the sun and raising funds. I mean, to be working with women who've been affected by cancer, that's got to be pretty confronting. Yeah, so um, the reason I've actually decided to go with this platform, which is something that I've not actually spoken about publicly yet, mm -hmm. um, is that my auntie, she was struggling from, from cancer and she was going through some really heavy chemo. And um, the, the only way that she seemed to be able to take control of her life was actually, she actually um, decided to no longer be here with us. Um, and so that's really sort of struck a heartstring to me and I'm just sort of, I, I can't help it but think, you know, what if she had more people around her showing her um, that she still can be a valuable asset to our society? Would she still yeah. be here? I don't know. It's one of those things you don't, you don't want to ask questions but you do want to make a change and prevent this sort of thing from happening again. Yeah, as someone who's lost both grandparents to cancer, I can tell you it's not um, not that it's ever easy losing anyone, but no. cancer is, I've got to say, it's got to be one of the worst. Uh, Michaela, I'll just fill you in on what's happening on live chat. You have someone, Jesse Lee Stewart says, so oh. proud of you and all the amazing energy you give to others, and then the kiss emoji. And then Alicia Van Schoonhoven, speak of the devil. You're amazing, Michaela. And then lots of emojis and two. Aww. <laughs> My girl squad. <laughs> Showing some love. They're all sucking up to you. So, uh, <laughs> Michaela, run us through your pageant prep because having spoken and interviewed many pageant girls before, some are six months out. Everything's in order. Some people are a bit more. Whatever happens, happens. So how? what is your pageant prep and how is it going given that we are only two weeks out? Ah, two weeks. Sorry to remind you, by the way. <laughs> oh, I just started racing. <laughs> um, 
So obviously, as you said, my pageant prep does start months in advance. I have been preparing for this day, if not months, years basically. Every pageant has been preparation for the next. That's how I like to see it. Um, but, yeah, my pageant prep has been, it's been intense. It is hard to deal with alongside um, a, a career that I'm really trying to build, a full-time full time job and all of that sort of thing, family life, all of that. However, my preparation, uh, that comes down to self-health, so looking after yourself, fueling your mind with healthy, um, I kind of call them healthy lollies, but they're not lollies. It's just healthy goodness. Healthy um, lollies. I like the sound yeah. of this. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. So that for me is I'm listening to a lot of podcasts, um, right. getting my mindset on track, all of that sort of thing. Um, so if I'm on the way to work, I'm listening to a podcast. If I'm at the gym prepping my body for the pageant, I'm, I'm prepping my mind at the same time. I'm listening to a podcast, all of that sort of thing. Um Visualization is a massive, massive thing that's really gotten me through through the pageant prep and getting me to the stage that I'm at now. Um, so that all comes down to a lot of mindset and all of that sort of thing. So, but yeah, basically my preparation starts in the morning. I'm up at the gym. I'm and then I'm off to work, um, and then I'm you know I'm doing any paperwork I need to be doing once I get home. Um, you know, there's you know there's paperwork to be doing to be done for the pageant, all of that sort of thing. Um, mapping out my appearances, all of that sort of thing. And also then when I go to bed, my I have another little sort of routine that I do. Um, my sponsors have actually, they've given me some incredible facial masks. So then that becomes my skin prep and my time out again. So I, I, you know, I've got my face masks on. I'm reading a really, really fabulous book at the moment, Creating Queens. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, amazing. it's by Susie Boots. Yeah. So another, a fellow pageant girl gave it to me to read for this, to prepare for this pageant. And, um, it, it's done the world of good for my mindset. So yeah, just little things like that. Alicia has said, it's not sucking up Adrian. Ha ha. It's truth. An amazing woman doing amazing things. So, um, I honestly think Alicia's just watching because you talked about lollies. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> probably. You mentioned we're not talking about coffee though. You mentioned <laughs> podcasts. Uh, what are the favorite podcasts that you listen to? Oh, so at the moment I am absolutely obsessed with Winner Pageant um, by Alicia Darby. I oh, she she interviews some incredible American pageant queens, and it it just. It's so inspiring. They talk about pageant prep, like sort of the more technical side of pageant mm -hmm. prep, but then they really, really hone into your mindset and the way that you should be thinking um, and and just all aspects of the pageant, really. It's, it's incredible. So that's a main one that I'm, I'm listening to. Um, and the other one that I, I listen to on and off is Pageant Junkies. Um, but if I'm not listening to a pageant podcast, I'm also, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm listening to any sort of TED talk, um, successful living, all of that sort of thing. And that, that preps me not only for the pageant, but my everyday life, um, especially, you know, my career and all of that sort of thing as well. Just a, just a quick note. What is the day job? You mentioned it, but you didn't tell us what it is. So what is the day job? Yeah. So, um, I, 
I'm sort of in love with my job. I'm in love with my career path that I'm taking. I'm in real estate. Um, so I know real estate has a lot of um, connotations to it. People tend to Not think really. I love the fact sales. that you find it exciting. <laughs> yeah. Well, people think that, you know, the sales side of things, they tend to be um, – bit sneaky, all of that sort of thing. But I work for an yeah. <laughs> I work for an incredible organization who is really trying to stomp on that stereotype and um, we we basically have built ourselves on transparency, which is it's amazing. Uh, my director, Ash Weston, he's an incredible director, incredible sales agent, and um, I'm lucky enough to be working within his team and learning the ropes. And um, so I've actually just started a new role this week, and uh, so I'm learning wow. to become a sales associate with the dream of going on to become a sales agent. Uh, now, Michaela, Charlotte and Burbridge has just put an emoji there. I, I don't know oh. who most of these people are, but... That's okay. <laughs> I know who they all they are. Who they that's, all that's, are. that's all that matters. This is what happens when you go live for the first time. Uh, I wanted to ask. So you won. <laughs> we were talking about before. You won Ms. Earth 2017 last year. You've been doing pageantry. You said for five years, which might as well be 50 years. So where do you have a certain endpoint that you go? Okay, if this happens, then I'll be done. Or are you just enjoying it so much that you want to do it for as long as possible? Um, every time I compete, I say this is the last time I compete. And I'm here five years later. So <laughs> the end point. <laughs> yeah. <going> well. <laughs> I always say this is the last one. I'm like, yes, this. I'll give it up. I'll, you know, I'll focus on my day job. I'll, you know, <laughs> start adulting, all that stuff. But then I compete and it's literally the next day or the moment I step off that stage, I'm like, I have to come back. I have to come back. I, I, You're not I'm very good very at holding on to these resolutions, evidently. <laughs> no, uh, it's, sort of, it's like a bug. You can't get rid of it. Once you start, you just can't stop. And I, I'm obsessed and oh, I love it. And I dream of one day, once I get married and all that sort of thing, competing in a Mrs. pageant as well. So <laughs> I say I'll take a break, I'll build my career, all of that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, it, it just all depends on what happens once I step off that stage. <laughs> okay. Well, what about balance? Because you sound like you have a crazy life and competing in a pageant can't give you time. I mean, it takes significant time, significant resources, significant prep. So how do you go about balancing your daily life? Um, balance really comes down to the people that I have around me. Uh, so they keep me grounded. My parents are incredibly supportive and understanding. Uh, they, they really do support me with, with every single goal I have in my life, which, as you just said, I have about 20,000 goals on the go constantly. So <laughs> I'm a very ambitious person and my parents have brought me up to be that way. So unfortunately, they have to put up with it now. Um, <laughs> so <it's> yeah. <laughs> um, and same goes for those who are in my, um, in my workspace. They are insanely supportive. My, I, I can't thank them enough for always being there for me and supporting the fact that I do have these other things to go and do outside of work as well. Um, they understand if I'm a little bit tired and all of that sort of thing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it honestly all comes down to the support that I have around me. 
um, and and just sort of having a plan. It all comes down to having a plan as well. If you don't have a plan, you just end up fumbling around. Um, you don't know what's going on. You don't know where you're supposed to be the next minute, all of that sort of thing. So I do run a lot of um, diaries and schedules and stuff like that, and I, I find um, that that really keeps me grounded. One of the girls from work, I call her the spreadsheet queen, um, and she has basically taught me how to – turn my entire life into a spreadsheet and that that keeps me on track. It's amazing. So shout out to Emily Ockles, spreadsheet queen. I've never heard anyone say the word spreadsheet with such a big smile on their face. (laughs) It honestly, it keeps me sane. So yeah, that's where I'm Okay. Uh, now, Michaela, before we, because I always finish my interviews with the same 10 questions, uh, but I always ask people for their social details. So I'm going to be fancy here and we're going to go to a screen share and actually go to your socials. So you'll probably be able to see this in the stream output. Um, but what are the best social details to get you on? Um, so my Instagram is the platform that I, I base most of my pageant updates on. So that's Michaela Rose Fowler. And I will bring that up. Awesome. I know this is working, by the way. No, it's not working. <laughs> Hang on. Here we go. All right, so there you are. So there's, there's Michaela's Instagram. So Michaela Rose Fowler. Okay, yeah. any others? Um, that's really, if you want to keep up to date with my pageant life, that's definitely it. Otherwise, Perfect. add me as a friend on Facebook. I'm Michaela hyphen Rose Fowler. Um, sure. yeah, there's, and, I, I really only stick to the two. Sure. Okay. Um, but as I mentioned to you, we've got the, we've got, you've got people's choice. So did you want to walk people through how they can vote for you for people's choice? Yes. So for the Australian Power Pageant, you can head to either Miss Intercontinental Australia or Miss Global Australia. You can actually find my photo in the People's Choice Voting. Hit like and make sure that you also like the pageant's page. Right. So we've got Miss Intercontinental Australia. We've got Miss Intercontinental Australia open here. Um, so you've got to like the page, which I have. Yes, you have and to like we, the page. Yep, otherwise it doesn't count. I mean, liking Michaela's photo is nice, but it won't count. Uh, and then we have to find <laughs> Michaela's photo, which is there you are. So you have to like, we should probably like, there you go, like. <laughs> and to, to be clear, you can do that for Miss Intercontinental and on Miss Global, uh, the Miss Global page as well, because they're two separate competitions, aren't they? Yes. Okay, perfect. So if you wanted to support, I'm just bringing it back to us. If you wanted to support Michaela for People's Choice, that's how to do it. And now we go through to the final 10 questions. This is the most pageant esque part of the interview. Oh my God. So are you okay. ready? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> You've got to brace yourself, get ready. Okay, first question, what is your favourite word? Oh, well, I say um like every 10 seconds. Um, you don't want to be, you don't want to be doing that in pageant land. Yeah, <laughs> my favourite word is probably confidence. Confidence. Okay, question two, what is your least favourite word? Um, 
Oh, least favorite word. Hmm. I don't know. Most people have said moist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> that facial expression gives it all away. Okay. I was thinking on a bit of a deeper level than just gross. <laughs> no, there doesn't need to be any deeper meaningful behind this. Okay. Uh, well, question three is in life, what turns you on or what gets you excited? Um, sunrise. Not the show. The okay. sun rising. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, question four, what turns you off? Um, chocolate that's been kept in the fridge. I really hate that. Actually, I was going to say that's a weird answer, but I get that because the fridge dries the chocolate out and then it just doesn't taste right, does it? No, nah, and it hurts your teeth and it's just, it's just wrong. It's wrong. Chocolate should be melted. Well, now I understand why you're good friends with Alicia. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll have a few pageant snacks on hand. You can't have pageant snacks before the pageant. Yeah, we're um, going to get pumped up. <laughs> there are other ways to get pumped up other than chocolate. Yeah, but are there any more enjoyable ways? That's the probably, question. Probably not for the two of you. Now, I, I just want to say to the people who are watching, if you have any questions for Michaela, the whole purpose of putting myself through the stress of going live was if you have any questions, type them in the comments below and I will see them and I'll ask Michaela. Uh, Michaela also, by the way, Alice Lay has put an emoji, the heart, the, the love heart emoji. And Aww. Joy Fowler has given you a smiley face and a thumbs up. That's and my mum. <laughs> Alicia Ann Fowler has said, I'm keeping it in the fridge so you don't eat it. Oh, she doesn't even like it in the fridge. <laughs> she sounds like she's willing to go through that so you can't eat it. Is that your yeah, sister? I'm a bit of a monster. <laughs> Is that your sister? Yes. <laughs> and you said she's in the next room. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, they call me the phantom eater in here because they don't see me often, but the food just disappears. Oh, I, I know exactly what that's like. Yeah, I've been around <laughs> around pageant girls and chocolate just seems to disappear into the ether. Um, anyway, question five. What sound or noise do you love? Love? Um, someone laughing. Just a nice laugh. It's just such a joyous sound. <laughs> what about question six? What sound or noise do you hate? Nails on a chalkboard. <sighs> French. <laughs> just thinking about it, I'm like, oh. Question the seventh. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick and why? Time travel so that I can avoid the silly mistakes that I make. Because mm. I can make them see what happened and go, no, 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 I don't want to do that one and go back and then choose a better decision. I've actually had that argument with people. People say they would never do that because they wouldn't keep the lessons. But then I guess you've circumvented that nicely by keeping the lessons and time traveling yeah. backwards. Exactly. Let me. So, guys, if you're watching, if you have any questions, ask Michaela now, unless you are Michaela's sister and you are busy hiding the chocolate, in which case, please continue. <laughs> Question eight. What occupation other than your own would you most like to attempt? Um, I wish I could I wish I could have been a singer. 
my, I bet you I'll hear my sister laughing in a second. She calls me tone deaf, but it, I think it would be so cool to be a professional singer. Yeah. <laughs> so you're the phantom eater and you're tone deaf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really great to live with. <laughs> Do you want to give us a demonstration of your singing prowess now? Um, I won't cause you that pain. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what songs do you try to sing? Just to give us an idea. Anything Beyonce, really. Um, anything <laughs> poppy and girly, yeah. I'll give anything a go. Okay. All right. Your poor sister, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, your, yeah, your sister has just written four laughing emojis, so she's on the same page. <laughs> okay. I'm not lying. <laughs> so, Alicia and Fowler, can you please describe how Michaela's singing is below? Because I really look forward to reading this. <laughs> okay, question nine. What job or occupation other than your own would you definitely not like to attempt? Um, I would not want to be a doctor. I feel like you would end up sick a lot. Would you not? <laughs> I don't know they're san- they sanitise. But that just makes me icky. You've got people just sneezing on you and it's just like, oh. No. Yeah, both my, both my parents are doctors. I mean, my dad's a specialist, oh. so he, he, like you can't catch those sorts of diseases. My mother's a general practitioner and she sometimes gets a bit sick, but it's more the fact that you have to deal with sick people all the time, just emotionally being a drain. But yeah. you don't get sick too often. Really? I, I feel so guilty when I go to the doctors and I'm like coughing and sneezing. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Your sister has written like nails on a chalkboard. I'm assuming, I'm assuming that's <laughs> describing your singing. <laughs> and G- Gemma White, who's Gemma White, who's also said that she can't sing, says, "I feel like Michaela and I are way too similar." So, <laughs> yeah. G- Gemma also loves chocolate, and one time I was talking to her while she was eating chocolate, and she literally broke her tooth while yes, she was. I- I heard. Oh, my God. I hope you didn't actually hear it. No, 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 no. I didn't hear be... it, no. But I did read about that when, when, when that happened. Oh, it, I'm not going to lie. Sorry, Gemma, but I had a bit of a laugh. Well, then Gemma's now written, not only do we love real estate, yes, because Gemma's in real estate as yes, well. Yes, We are both tone deaf and love chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I'm not going to make it my mission to find a pageant girl who doesn't love chocolate because I don't think one exists. Good luck. Uh, Michaela, last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Hmm. There's lots of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you could be like Tasha Ross and said, eat whatever you want, but just not put on any weight. Gemma, oh, has, yes, please. <laughs> Gemma has now written, I laugh too, and that I learned my lesson. Oh, yeah. I didn't think it was a massive brainwave not eating really hard chocolate, but anyway. Well, sorry, I Gemma. bet you, if, you had it in, if you didn't have it in the fridge, that wouldn't have happened. Gemma, was the chocolate in the fridge? There's a bit of a delay, so we'll wait for the answer. Uh, Michaela, before I let you go, and thank you for being brave enough to do this live. It's definitely... Oh. More intimidating for me if it's not intimidating for you. But is there anyone that you want to give a thanks to? I mean, I know you've been in pageantry for five years. As I said, that's a very long time. So, Lots. Um, one 
oh, well, not one, but um, the first one would definitely have to be my family. Not only do they support me um, through my daily life and all of that sort of thing, but my sister's actually my sponsor. She has a, yeah, so she's actually the owner of uh, Say a Medi Spa and she's actually my sponsor and she's been my sponsor for the five years. I've loved promoting her business and, um, yeah, it's been it's been awesome to work with her on a slightly more professional level, have that support from her. Um, my girlfriends, they're all so amazing. They, they support me when I, I do sometimes cancel on dinner and things like that and they, they love me anyway and, and they understand. My work colleagues and, um, and my boyfriend as well, everyone, they've just supported me through it all. And, um, yeah, the ups and, ups and lows, ups, ups and downs. <laughs> ups and downs. Highs yeah, and lows. highs and lows, ups and downs. Gemma has written, yeah, chocolate was in the fridge. Lesson learned, eat softer chocolate. Tiara oh, Fisher yeah. has written, best of luck and shine bright, Michaela. Oh, that's so sweet. I do think it's fascinating that your sister continues to sponsor you even though you inflict your singing on her and eat all her chocolate. But she must obviously love you a lot. Yeah, I'd like to think I have some good qualities, although it might, yeah, <laughs> or it might just be that we're related, so she feels she has to. I don't know. <laughs> Never know. Well, as we've discussed, so Michaela, uh, to follow Michaela, go to Instagram. What was it again? Michaela Rose Fowler. And make sure to vote for Michaela if you feel so inclined on the Miss Intercontinental Facebook page and the Miss Global Australia page. You have to like their Facebook page and like Michaela's photo as well. So, Michaela, thank you so much. Gemma's no, writing thank a great you, Adrian. interview. Good luck, Michaela. I have certainly learned we are super similar and can't wait to watch you shine on stage. Joy Fowler has written, Dad and I are very proud of you and support you on every journey you take. Heart, heart, heart. Bless. <laughs> You're getting – good to know that the parents are supporting you, even though your sister is yeah. giving you these horrible nicknames. And um, Alicia Cole has written, Love you, goddaughter. Aw, that's beautiful. That's my zeal. <laughs> so there's a lot of people wishing you luck. So, well – I will wish you luck as well. I will be seeing you up there. I've never been to the Aussie Power Pageant. I was up there for Galaxy. I am looking forward to some warmer weather. I don't know what it's been like for you in Melbourne, but I have been freezing. Okay. Yeah. No, one of my friends in Melbourne said, 22, like, hooray for warmer weather. And my immediate reaction was, 22 is not warmer weather. (laughs) Yeah, 22 is a good day for us. Okay, I'm glad I'm not in Melbourne. But um, best of luck, Michaela. And again, thank you for going live with us. That's been no, awesome. thank you for having me. And uh, I will see you up there. And I want to want to thank everyone for watching. And we'll speak to you again soon. Hey, it's Adrian again. Thanks so much for watching or listening to our interview. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to subscribe if you'd like to hear more interviews in the future. And also don't forget to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at The Pageant Project. Speak to you soon. Thank you.